Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, I'm certainly glad you're with us today, and I hope that your day is blessed. And I wanted to share with you some more truths from the Word of God. So I hope that you will stay with me for today and tomorrow, and we can get some things done because I've got a, another two-parter, and I kind of like two-parters. And uh, today I'm going to talk about tribulation in a sense, but I'm going to talk about some other things too. Because you all, most people know the, the Word of God is in the world. You're going to have tribulation. But he says, be of good cheer because Jesus Christ has overcome the world. Our hope is fixed on Jesus Christ. You know, there's an old song, go, my hope is fixed on nothing less than Jesus Christ, his righteousness. And it goes on and on and on. Well, our hope is fixed on Jesus Christ. He's our redeemer. He's our friend. He will lead us in our lives if we allow him to. And that's the big two-letter word, if. If we will allow him to. Our Heavenly Father, I pray today that every listener would allow Jesus Christ would allow you to be in their lives and to lead them and to guide them and open up doors for them. They would honor you above all else. Lord, I'm so grateful that they can have time and choices to make that they would choose you. Lord, my choice is always you. Lead us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, it's kind of interesting watching the world operate and, of course, the constant talk about finances. And, you know, there's a lot of talk. I'm going to be talking a little bit about that the next few days, too. But you wouldn't think there'd be a, a financial crisis if you looked at the pro world. You know, I was just looking at it the other day. Uh, Patrick Mahomes from Kansas City has like a, I think it's like a 12-year contract with over $500 million. Over $500 million. I can't even think in that amount, you know, and some people say it makes me want to stop watching professional sports. I read, I think the highest paid yearly guy is a soccer player, I think from Barcelona, that's making over $150 million a year. I mean, unbelievable amounts of money. You just can't imagine. Can you imagine what you could do for hunger in the world? Do you imagine what you could do for the poor? It's just an amazing thing. And whether it's right or wrong, I'm not going to say that because I know entertainment world, but I'm going to say... We can't hardly fathom that kind of money. Now, if they'd all be generous and give to the Lord, man, the great things would happen there too. But, you know, in our lives, we need to understand this. The battle is on. The battle is on. We're in a battle of our lifetime. We're battling the enemy, and Satan is hes trying to throw schemes at us. He's trying to take our eyes off Jesus. He's working hard on having us focus on things of the world and do as little as possible for the things of God. Unfortunately, that's what's happened. People are doing as little as possible for the things of God. I hope it's not you. I hope that you're honoring God. You're honoring God with your time, your energy, your gifts, that you are being obedient to the Word of God. And uh, if you are, you know what? You're, you're in the right direction. The enemy is out to, he's trying to destroy your relationships, your families. He's trying to persuade us to put our hopes in the world instead of on Jesus, our eternal hope. You know, we were taught in the word of God that we're to walk by faith. In fact, you read the whole book of 11th, excuse me, 11th chapter of Hebrews, you'll read all about walking in faith. The question is, do we do it? Do we really believe that God will direct us and take care of us. Let me ask you that again in case you didn't get it. Do we really believe God will direct us and take care of us? Do we take time to meditate on thoughts 
like that and meditate on the truth of the Word of God, or are we too busy in our life circle that God doesn't matter? I hope that's not the case. Unfortunately, in most cases, the answer is the latter. We consume our lives with the world and the things of the world, and our spirituality takes a back seat. That is exactly opposite of how we're supposed to be. If we're going to be in tune with God, people of God, we must be alert, alert, awake, understanding and looking for the opportunity to grow in the Lord. First Corinthians, the apostle Paul says in chapter 16, verse 13, and he's talking to a church that was troubled, church that had all sorts of issues. He said, be on your guard. Yeah, he had a reason to say that. Stand firm in your faith. Be men of courage. Then he says, be strong. Be strong. What do you think Paul means when he says, be on your guard? Well, I think most of us get it. He says, watch out. Look around you. Look what's happening around you. Pay attention to your circumstances. Many people wallow in debt because, frankly, they haven't paid attention to their accounts. And the next thing you know, they're in trouble. And they say, we didn't realize we we're in that bad a shape. We must start paying attention to all the things around us and really get a grip on where we're heading in our lives. He tells us to stand firm on our faith and be courageous. And we have to ask ourselves that question. Am I standing firm? Am I being courageous? Am I doing everything that God wants me to do? Am I following God's word? Am I being faithful in God's house? Am I being faithful in God in giving to God? Where is my life? Where is it headed? Folks, I hope you're taking this seriously. I hope you're listening because I believe that's what God wants us to hear today. Oh, yeah, they're easy words to say, but it's another thing to live them. We allow the enemy to absolutely encamp around us, and we choose to say nothing because we are afraid it will bother somebody else, always concerned about what others think. How about being concerned about what Almighty God thinks? How about being concerned what your Heavenly Father thinks? What would He say looking into your life? We have given into the enemy over and over. We lost our backbone for Jesus. It's time to start standing up for what is right, what is holy, what is good. God's strategy is always best. God knows what he's doing, and he wants us to be people of character, people that will lead, people that will show the way by living for him. We must stop being weak, stop being movable, you know, by people that are weak and, and going the wrong direction and be strong in the Lord, standing at every opportunity for what is right and good. It's a choice we have to make. You and I both have to make that choice. It's, uh, it's up to us. It's up to us to say, hey, I am going to make that choice to walk with Jesus, to live for Jesus, to be all about Jesus. You know, um, I'm just, uh, you know, you get a little bit concerned about people's lives and, and what they're about. And we need to watch out and look around. Know what's happening around you. Pay attention to your circumstances. Many people, you know, like I said, they wallow in their debt. But, you know, we got we to gotta start living by God's strategy. It's time to start changing. You know, I want to share just a little morning, a little bit about David. You know, of course, King David, we know he sinned. 
We know he, we know that he walked away from God, but God accepted him back. He asked forgiveness, and God forgave him, and he was a man after David's heart. But David wasn't afraid. David wasn't afraid in life, even as a young boy. First Samuel seventeen thirty two said, David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of the Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. They're talking about Goliath. In other words, David was saying, Goliath who? I'm not afraid of a mere large man. Listen to this. I am not afraid of a, hu- a, a huge, large man. I have God on my inner side. He understood that if God is for us, who could be against us? He knew that when God was on his side and that we don't have to fear. Goliath was huge. He wasn't just big. He was around nine feet tall, according to the Word of God. But let me put that in perspective. The tallest NBA player ever to play was Manute Bull at seven foot seven. The tallest man to ever live was Robert Wadlow, who died in 1940 at eight foot 11. You know, and, and he was thin. But maybe you're thinking, oh, come on, nine feet? Yes, archaeology was confirmed that many of the Philistines were giant people. They had a whole bunch of the giant of a giant tribe that met in. And he said the spearheads found in that region, listen to this, weighed 25 pounds. Now, to throw a spearhead, you're going to have to be a big man to throw a 25-pound uh, spearhead. That'd be like throwing two and a half shot puts. And that's that's just the head of the spear. Can you imagine the strength and size of somebody having to carry that around? And he had his bronze coat of armor, who said, to weigh around 200 pounds. And here's David, probably 5'9", maybe 160, probably 145, willing to fight this ginormous man, probably 9 feet, 500 pounds. Well, we don't know exactly, but Goliath who? It didn't matter. David, he looked beyond the outward because he knew that his God was much bigger than that. You see, intimidation is a tool the enemy uses. He would love to intimidate us and scare us, and many times he does. So we don't stand up for what is right. We just allow things to continue as they are. People, it's time to stand up. It's time to make changes. What are we made of? Where's our commitment? We bend over backwards to make people feel good while our moral fabric caves in all around us. I see it all the time. First Peter 5, 8, 9 says, be self-controlled and alert. Why? He goes on to say, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring, roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith because you know that your brothers through the world are un." undergoing the same kind of suffering. And they are. We got people that are in the underground, even in China and different things in different places that are being persecuted for their faith. Christian people, it's time to stand up for God and the things of God. It's time to purge those things in our lives that lead to spiritual destruction and allow the Spirit of God to direct us. David was courageous. He wasn't going to be moved by what the world thought, or he wasn't going to be moved by what all his colleagues, what his brothers in the the army thought. He had faith in God to lead him. Even Saul didn't have that faith. And David went on, and he led many. And, of course, we know he became king. God had his hand on him. He walked him through mistakes and sins, which he will you and I too. But let's keep our faith in God. 
Keep alert. He loves you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.